That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like fire tornadoes, or when a dam breaks, or a chimpanzee attack. Ooh, and the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like crawling into someone else's bed. Or explosive diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Both at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, that's really bad. Or when your family lets you down. Oh, it's been there. Right? We all know that feeling. Sure. Um, You know what brings me up every time? Our theme song? Ditto. Ding, ding, ding. Ditto. Ditto. Play it. God, I'm so dumb. Uh, Oh my God. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. Welcome to How to Survive IRL. Here we are. Once again. How are you, Chris? <laughs> well, I have to tell you, I got yelled at this morning by my Roomba. Oh, that's a change from your daughter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, um, your Roomba yelled at you? Yeah, you know. Is it becoming sentient? They talk. Uh-huh. I know. It's chat GBT. GBT? GBT. GBT. P. I can never say it right. So do do either of you have a Roomba? I have an old one. I mean, we don't really use it anymore. I mean... It really talks? It talks. Wait for it. So <laughs> we forget to charge it a lot, so we don't use it as much as we should. I, here's the thing I don't like about Roombas. They, you almost have to pre-clean yeah, to use I it. Know, and I at know. our house, it's it's there's so many things, like mm-hmm. Legos and little mini balls from my my son has those like machine gun nerf guns yeah that he loves to torment us with and mm-hmm. it's the little balls and they're everywhere and then cat toys and okay do- our house is cluttered yeah always okay it's just how it is i've accepted my fate as a living in a cluttered house and so the room was like constantly getting stuck on things you know oh. it's too big the, the item there are too many chunks the thing I don't, let's just go back for a second. Yeah. Our Roomba, when we used it, self-docks, and so it charges on its own. Why it, w- yeah, it's supposed to return to the yeah. station. If only our Roomba could get through oh, it one sweeping okay. and get back to its station, because it always gets stuck on something. I see, okay. Well, this morning, <laughs> when it started yelling at me, guess what? It yelled at me in German. No! <laughs> yeah. It's preparing you for your trip this summer? Somehow, <laughs> it now speaks German. Are you kidding? And my, I don't even speak German, and my Roomba does. This is fucking crazy. Did yeah. it hear your husband or children speak German? I guess. That's how it... And it just changed It's just it? learning. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Whoa. So We should be more worried about AI. I think so. 
Did you yeah. recognize any of the words? No. Oh my it god! It was too advanced. If it's, you have to have Sven uh, translate for you. If it was asking me for coffee or yeah, no, and I, I hadn't even had coffee yet. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to be yelled at in German. You should get a shirt that says "I haven't had my coffee yet." I'm not ready to be yelled at in German by my Roomba. Yeah. Do you think we could fit that on a uh, yeah, t-shirt? Yes. Just make the font kind of small. Yes, and all different fonts, so it's really confusing and hard to read. Oh yeah, that would be great. That's a good idea. Oh, I started watching The Diplomat. Yeah. I've watched the first three episodes. And? I like it. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's, she's really good, actually. It's a very different, sort of a kind of a different part for her. Mm-hmm. Have you started it? I forget. I watched a few episodes, maybe two episodes, and I love that they, did we talk about this, how they kind of muster her up a little bit, and you're yes. like, yeah. you're, she's so distractingly <laughs> gorgeous that it's funny that it's they're like, up your hair. we put you in a plain blouse. <laughs> yes. I kind of think it worked, honestly. Maybe it's because she's also aged, but I didn't think she looked like, I mean, when they put her in the dress, then again, then you're like, oh, okay, never mind. But, I mean, she did kind of look a mess to me. Like, I thought it was Kind of the best they could do. Yeah, I mean, but it's still like, I just think she's so stunning that it's... All she looks like is, boy, you should run a comb through your hair. And yeah. gorgeous. Yes. Exactly, yes. right. Yeah, like they must yes. I kept thinking, I was like, so did they just put oil in her hair? Like, how did they... That's all I was thinking was like, how did maybe they, they just didn't do her, her hair. hair? Like, maybe her hair is just... She just came to set like She that. just came to set and they were like, we're just not going to do your hair. Yeah. I think they put oil in it or mud or something. Yeah. But... Yeah, I like it so far. I'm not like in love with it, but I, I, I like it enough. I also started, I don't know. I, I told you, I think I, I gave up on Yellow Jackets. And then yeah. I watched a few episodes of um, Platonic, which I liked, but I don't know if I, you know, mm-hmm. like it enough to return to it. I don't know. Everything's just okay. Yeah, we watched one episode. I haven't been back. We watched finished Ted Lasso finally. Oh, okay. With the kids. They, they watched it a They watched time. it without me. So then they were like, they, yeah. they, they wanted to watch it with me to see my expressions. Oh, so no pressure. Benji kept looking over and going, mom, it's okay if you cry. <laughs> oh hey, my God. Are you crying right now? Like he kept looking over at different parts. Did he cry when he was watching it? I think he might've, I didn't see it with him the first time, right. but like at different parts that were sort of the moving parts, the mo- okay. emotional parts, he'd look over. Mom, oh my God! Are you crying? He's taking your emotional temperature. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, did you cry? I think in the very last moments, I got, I got most emotional. I think towards the end, not on the, like I'm trying to think of when I felt emotional. I think towards the end. Yeah, at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yes. With when when Rebecca was was crying, yeah. I felt emotional, and I wanted, I wanted him to stay. I, yeah. I couldn't quite figure out. Now, maybe you guys can answer for this. Answer this for me. When they woke up, when when she was in her house and Ted came out, does that mean they hooked up? No. Okay. They were all there. You, oh, you didn't hear the dialogue. Well, something I, happened to their apartments or something. I or? knew that it was just weird that I couldn't figure it out. And then the other two came out, and I knew they had obviously because they're a couple. But I was like, you were supposed to think for a second that they okay, had hooked up. That's what I thought. And then I was like, okay, wait, they didn't. But then I was like, but did they? I just no. Wasn't there some explanation as to why she was there too? They had all gone out. It was like a gas something. leak. Oh no, it was her yeah. house. Right, that's right. It was her house. So, but Ted and Ted and. Beard didn't live in the same apartment, so I don't know why they both would be experiencing yeah, the gas leak. But I don't know what the I reason was. I think it was just a forced gag. Like yeah, everybody it wants so... Ted and Rebecca to get together, so here's I know gotcha uh, moment. Uh, it was... but... And then look, I didn't need to see the guy in the dental floss. Yeah, that was oh. upsetting. <laughs> that was upsetting. But did you did you immediately feel the moment that I told you would give you in? Embarrassment tears. The so long farewell. Uh-huh. Of saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. Yikes. I literally, as as the crowd was going crazy for it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. It's a dream. This is like his dream. Like I was trying to convince myself. There's no way they would really do this. No, it was. Oh my God. I thought it was just Cringe. so cringy. Cringe awful. alert. Awful. Awful. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're a 10 year old, you enjoy it. Oh, My kids, I think, enjoyed it. I guess. Um, I wasn't sure if you meant that or the when they put the believe sign together. That was pretty awful, too. Yeah. They all had a piece of it. Yeah. And they'd all just kept it. Oh, God. Yeah. I, that got me. 
It did? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that got me a little bit. Really? Okay. Garen is not as <laughs> I know, jaded as, as, as we are. are. <laughs> um, I still enjoyed most of it. I, I did not want Rebecca to end up with the guy from Amsterdam. How come? I just didn't like him. Oh. I didn't get it. Like, I just didn't understand that connection. I would have rather her ended up with Sam and pregnant. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I wanted her to get pregnant from Sam. Oh wait, so did anything come true with that? Green I guess not. Like that whole book? that whole storyline was, was pointless. Was like a red herring of disappointment for me. Well, she got the guy, and she got the stepdaughter because that guy's got a daughter. Oh, yeah. so that's, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Still, I'm rooting for Sam <laughs> in the next season because they're going to bring it back. Oh, yeah. Do you think they actually? I are think they it? will. Yes, they will. I think they're like the Without Stones. Him? They're never retired. They're going to well, just keep coming back. I guess the thought was maybe they'll just do a female version because that's what they set up at the end is that they're going to have a female team. Oh, right. So that Ted wouldn't probably be on it. Because, I mean, he's he had to go back to that annoying son. Oh, yeah. And the wife who's now single because her... Her boyfriend, Her boyfriend doesn't, doesn't like to watch He doesn't like soccer. soccer. He showed, so he's he showed his true colors. That was I mean, the most so, obnoxious part to me. It was so lame. I yeah. was like, I know we're supposed to be getting something out of the fact that he's not watching soccer. Yeah, because th- that means that relationship is over right. and he and his wife are going to actually get back together because she realized she does like his bad jokes. Right. Um, but I still overly, overall enjoyed watching it. Yeah, like it's it's like if you can just buy into this is going to make you feel good and let go of the fact that a lot of it's kind of corny. It can be fun to watch. And and there is a lot of, I think, warmth in it. And mm-hmm. um, some of the characters I really loved, you know, who I loved Trent Krim from The Independent. Oh God, yeah. I was going to say my hair looks a little Trent Krim today. It's not really <laughs> sitting right. Every time I was puffy. like, you know, whose outfits I like the most? Trent Krim. I'm Trent. Oh, he wore oh. that goddamn Golden Girl shirt again. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, no, I, that was me. <laughs> that was me. That wasn't him. I lo- one of the <laughs> moments I loved was when he gave his uh, manuscript uh-huh. to people and then he was so nervous and then he heard Ted laugh and yeah. he's like, what was it? What did yeah, you laugh yeah, about? Like, I, I did that, that too. That yeah. felt so relatable because really it's funny. like, you wanted, when somebody laughs, you're like, wait, what, what part? Yeah. What part made you laugh? Yeah. But which word? Like, yeah. No, I did the exact same thing. Same. I want, I, I, I want to know if like Sven's reading something of mine. Yeah. What did you laugh at? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Are you ready to learn how to survive a family of chimpanzees or a family member who is a chimpanzee? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been waiting for this episode my entire life. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Chimpanzees have a complex communication system and a social structure of hierarchy, with most chimps living in groups where they play together, hunt together, and take care of each other. You may think chimpanzees are smaller than they actually are. An adult male can be the same size as an adult human. No, that's not true. Males can be, this is my dream height for my son, five feet, six inches tall. That's my height. Well, I hope Oliver gets to it. I'm a chimp size. (laughs) You're chimp size. When somebody says, how tall are you? I'm going to say chimp size. size. (laughs) The maximum a chimp can be. So, you know, tall. (laughs) And weigh 150 pounds, while females are a bit smaller. Um... Lions, wolves, and hyenas all hunt in packs and kill at and eat their prey. Chimpanzees can also be dangerous to humans, especially if they feel threatened or are protecting their young. Chimps share 98% of our DNA. They're similar to bonobos. I always have to check if I'm just saying it right. I think that's right. That sounds right. With one main behavioral distinction, they're known to murder their own kind. Wait, humans do that? Yeah. That Well, they, saw, they, they share 98% of... Or DNA. But that's not a... Wait. No, I'm, they're similar to bonobos. Bonobos don't kill oh, their own kind. got it, got it, got it. In fact, scientists have document, documented 152 murders where one clan of chimps gangs up and kills a member of a nearby group. These attacks aren't always restricted to their own kind either. They routinely, they routinely gang up on other monkeys, mostly red Columbus... Colobus monkeys to eat them. No. After trapping these monkeys, they'll dismember and consume body parts. Sometimes, as the monkey continues to scream, this feels a little darker than humans. Um. Well, <laughs> it's yeah. like a West Side Story with a twist. <laughs> <laughs> if that thought disturbs you, searching for it on YouTube will definitely give you nightmares. Chimpanzees attack and kill smaller monkeys for food, but an incident at the Luongo National Park in Gabon was shocking. 
In July of 2021, researchers witnessed the first instance of chimpanzees attacking gorillas. What? They typically live in harmony in the same habitat, respecting each other's space. There were two separate incidents where a group of chimpanzees attacked a smaller group of five gorillas. Gorillas, though, they're badasses. I know. Each fight lasted around an hour, and in the end, two infant gorillas were killed. Aww. Researchers wondered if competition for food in that area had caused the effects. Have you ever been at the zoo where when the chimpanzees just suddenly start going bananas? Yeah. And you can hear... The screams. Yeah. It's I mean, it is disturbing. horrifying. So just keep that in mind. Occasionally, chimps are violent toward humans. In the mid-90s, for example, a male chimp by the name of Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe he was pissed about that name. Yeah, was terrorizing villages in Uganda. One kid was grabbed from a blanket as the mother was picking crops nearby. Another was taken from a woman's back as she was picking cassava. In total, he attacked seven children and killed at least two of them. Wow. Do chimpanzees have other diseases? Yes, chimpanzees can carry some of the same diseases that are common in humans. A recent study found a new disease in chimpanzees in Sierra Leone that is almost always fatal. This is concerning because scientist Todi Goldberg reported, there are very few pathogens that infect chimpanzees without infecting humans and very few pathogens that infect humans without infecting chimpanzees. This research just came out in February 2021, so there is much more needed to be done to prevent the spread of this and other diseases. Just giving you an idea of how dangerous chimpanzees they're are. Gonna, they're going to cause the next pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you know what? We should eradicate all chimps. Oh, but they're so cute <laughs> when they're in clothes. Oh, in little diapers. And they have a pacifier. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So cute. Okay. There is no way you can outrun them. They're too fast. So you'll need to get creative. Maybe you can use your teeth. Chimpan- what? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. We're just going to bite each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think each other are going to bite the chimp. Oh, no, you mean you're going to bite the chimp the and the chimp bites going to bite me back. Yeah. But their teeth are like human, aren't they? Scary, like big chiclet yeah. teeth. Have I ever told you that my brother and I once had a picture taken with a chimp? No. They, my parents had weird friends and... <laughs> one, of, one, of, one set of these weird friends had a chimpanzee as a pet. Was Call, it Tippy Hendren? No, because she seems like she would have a. Well, she, has, she had tigers, she, but she right? Yeah, but not as a pet. She has a wildlife. I mean, she has like it's, yeah, it's but, like acres and acres. But and acres. She let it? like Melanie Griffith hang out with those. She also let her hang out with Don Johnson when she was like thirteen. So yeah. she's yeah, you're right. Tippy's got a he lot. Should have been in a cage too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name was Zizi. Mm-hmm. And there is actually a picture, but I'm not probably won't be able to get it to you because it's in my parents' house, and I don't know when I'll be there. But there is a picture of my brother and I on either side of this chimpanzee sitting in a like a director's chair. Adult chimpanzee? Well, that's a good question. He wasn't. Was that he five big. six? <laughs> How tall was he? He wasn't that big, so I don't know. I don't think he was a babe. Yeah, I guess he was young. You guys were on set. No, no, no. Oh, just this was just our the, my parents' friend's house. But he liked to sit in a director's he chair. He lived there, yes. And I think he he did supposedly bite one of us, and I'm not sure which one it is. And why I say supposedly because no one in my memory has, my family has a good memory, and I was too young to remember. But okay, so you were pretty little. Yeah, and just a little bit of context. Can you give me some information about these friends? I don't remember. Oh, All I remember it. about them is the fucking chimpanzee. Yeah, I mean that would stand out. Yeah, They're and that people. their house. All I ever, I feel like their house was really dark and smelly, and no, but cluttered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that tracks with chimp people. I'm gonna have to ask my dad. He'll he'll he's got to remember the people with a chimpanzee, right? Yeah, I would think. I don't know. Did they cast him in anything? I don't know. <laughs> They're not friends at all. It was a set. Took you guys to set one day. I was like, look at the <laughs> Please Rob. ask Walter. <laughs> I will. And just get as much information as you can. I think we're all eager to know. Yeah. Okay. It, okay. This is going to get really ugly. So you, I'm just warning you, okay. Karen, because you're squeamish. Oh, I can't wait. If chimpanzees attack you, they mutilate you by attacking your face. (laughs) (laughs) Escalated quickly. (laughs) Just going to dive straight into the mutilation. (laughs) This is immediately going to get squeamish. Nothing's ever made me laugh so hard in my life. Oh, it's fine. Oh, my God. And and they can tear off your hands and testes. What? 
Oh, what? Jesus. What? They know where to go. So how could you defend yourself against one? How strong are they? How can you tire them out? And why are they terrible swimmers? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so those are the questions that are, are being asked? Why? <laughs> I, I'll, it's a little out of order, but so jump in the water and keep an extra care, pair of uh, testicles in your pocket. Yes, you could just use those um, truck, truck, nu- truck nuts. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! There are more instances. Okay, don't let them in your house. Okay, there are more like in- a vampire. Just don't yes. let them cross the threshold. <laughs> just come knocking. Don't let them. In. <laughs> hey, there's they a chip at the door. The Should I let them in? <laughs> Well, it bothered me that they called them monkeys at one point because they're not monkeys. They don't have a tail. They're not monkeys. Anyway, there are more instances of pet chimpanzees attacking than wild ones, but there are cases of both. Okay. Yes, some people keep chimpanzees as pets, but that would be a terrible idea. They are aggressive and unpredictable by nature. In 2009, Charla Nash went to visit her friend Sandy, owner of a 14-year-old chimp named Travis. I'm sure you guys know this story, but I'll just remind you. I don't think I do. Oh, okay. As she got out of her car, Travis punched her to the ground. (laughs) Sorry, that's not funny. And started tearing off her face. (laughs) Oh, my God. Charlotte's friend tried to stop him, but nothing worked. Travis, Travis, bad boy. I know. Travis Bickles. Um, When the office... When, sorry, when the police arrived, Travis also tried to attack them. One of the officers shot the chimp four times, killing him. Charlie survived, but she lost both hands and needed a face transplant. A face so, transplant. Wait, okay. Travis. I have a question about face transplants. Mm-hmm. Where do you get the other face? From a dead person? Yeah, I guess so. <gasps> Whoa. Well, one in four people in the world have had face transplants. Mm-mm. That's stick. No, I'm sorry. Four? Sorry. No. Which one of us did? <laughs> Matt Belknap's also in the other room, so it's, it's we gotta think it's one of us. I mean, I had a nose job. I don't think that would count. Um, I totally read that wrong. <laughs> Charla is one of four people in the world to have had a face transplant. Slightly different statistic. I know that two others, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, but I don't know who the fourth one is. Okay, sorry, Uh, I totally... No, that was my favorite thing that's ever happened. Okay. For many years, scientists thought that chimpanzees were five times stronger than humans, but... Newer studies compared their muscle density and composition with humans and found that chimpanzees are 1.5 to 2 times stronger than humans. You might have a chance of surviving a punch, but you'll need to stay away from their most powerful weapon, their mouth. Those teeth are very terrifying. They're terrifying. Use whatever's handy to keep a chimp away from you, but don't use your hands. Because they'll eat them. As chimpanzees can grab them and rip your fingers off. Like with their own hands. With their mouth. With their mouth. Yeah. That would hurt so much. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yes. And then you wouldn't, you'd just be incapacitated. I think once you're- the pain? Yeah. yeah, like once your hands get ripped off from teeth- You'd probably be in shock first. <sighs> I do if, not want this to happen to me. I'm not going, I'm never going somewhere where chimps are running free. If you don't have anything else, use your feet to keep the great ape away from your face, vital organs, and testicles. They can have my testicles. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is good. Smile carefully. Oh, God. Among primates, showing your teeth held together is a, single, is a signal of submission. Clench your teeth together and bear them, keeping your lips relaxed. Yes, like smiling, but be careful because showing your teeth with your mouth wide open means the exact opposite. Oh. That means you are ready to attack, so they will brutally hit you back. So just keep your mouth closed. No, no. Smile mm-hmm. with your tooth clenched because so it shows your, your submission, your, your being... Submissive. Submissive to the chimp, which is good. Okay. So, but don't smile with, with your, your teeth mouth open. open like this. Yes. Because they... smile like that. <laughs> Keep moving. Yep. They're faster and stronger than we are because their bodies have more... F- now, this is something I've learned from Pilates. Fast twitch muscle fibers. But humans' slow twitch mu- muscle fibers are more fatigue resistant. So if you can put some distance between yourself and the angry chimps, you may have a chance of tiring them out and surviving, but you'll need to keep moving. You're you're probably going to survive. 
right? Because of all the Pilates you did? Well, I'm not that fast of a runner. It just means I can run longer than the chimp can, but it, but I'd have to get ahead of it somehow so first. You, I have to get into a car. Like someone cheating in a marathon, I'd have to get into a car, Okay, go to the next... How fast can they run? Uh, what does it say? I think I come upon it later. Oh, no, that was... Was that something else we studied? Something about 30 miles an hour? I think that was... That was something uh, else we was it blowfish? <laughs> it was blowfish. I think they can swim really fast. Maybe that's what it Are was. they faster than a blowfish? I don't know. Okay. Due to their low fat body, f- sorry, due to their low fat bodies, it's hard for chimps to float. I got no problem. And their anatomy makes it tough to keep their heads above the water to breathe. So you could be a better swimmer than they are. Quickly jump into the water. Oh. It's your last chance. Okay. Phew, that was a close call. Chimpanzees can be scary, but remember, they are an endangered species. They are? I, I guess so. Oh, I didn't know to that. To protect them and to survive yourself, it's best to leave these great apes alone. Okay, now... I'm not as mad about them being endangered now that I know how mean they are. All right, are you ready for a story? <sighs> I can't <laughs> wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Now, as I was reading the story, I realized I'd already read it once before just on my own because it's an interesting story. So you people may have under, may have heard of this story. Also, I greatly edited it down, even though it's very long. I greatly edited it down. So definitely go find it. It's in Esquire. Ooh, Esquire. Um, Okay. To begin to understand, you have to go back to early 1971, when West Covina's monkey trial captivated this small California city about 20 miles east of Los Angeles. St. James and LaDonna Davis, that's their names, St. James and LaDonna Davis. The first name. St. James and LaDonna okay. are their first Got names. Got it. We're in court found in violation of a city ordinance against harboring a wild animal, a young chimpanzee they'd kept in their home nearly from birth. Mm-hmm. The chimp named Mo rode to the courthouse shotgun in St. James Jet Black 1932 for Ford Roadster. Dozens of spectators lined up outside the Citrus Municipal Courthouse to catch a glimpse of the Davises and their monkey. He's not a monkey. St. James was a tall, handsome mechanic and race car driver. His young wife, LaDonna, was a sun-kissed blonde with wholesome good looks. Holding St. James' hand, Moe, ducked out in a checkered shirt, white trousers, and shoes, entered the courthouse to cheers. Inside, he shook hands and waved to his supporters. He kissed the court reporter and jangled the keys of the bailiff. That would be Moe, not St. James. Yes. St. James and LaDonna both made impassioned pleas to the court. Moe is like a son to us. He wouldn't hurt anyone as far as we're concerned. He's a member of the family. Mm-hmm. The trial was a sensation. Journalists fawned over Mo in person and in print, and the outcome was never in doubt. Prosecutors dropped the case, and Judge Jack Alex's assessment of the chimp delivered to a packed courtroom echoed in newspapers all the way to Texas. What kind of family takes a wild animal and invests it with humanity? From the moment St. James returned from a trip to Africa with Mo in 1967, the chimpanzee was the center of the couple's life. Mo was a tiny was tiny, barely a foot long. His body was covered in brown hair except for his pink face, ears, hands, and feet. His ears, the size of large clamshells, stuck out a couple of inches from his head. You know, in other words, a chimpanzee. <laughs> but it was his deep brown eyes and what St. James and LaDonna thought they saw in them, wonderment, innocent, innocence, comprehension, that moved them the most. Scenes from their life together are like scenes from the life of a young family with a small child. It's a Saturday night in 1970, and St. James is sitting on the couch next to Mo, who is sucking down a vanilla shake. LaDonna is in the kitchen, cleaning up after their dinner of beef stew and vegetables. Mo, four years old, was hungry after a day in the park, and he wolfed down his plates. His plate. Now he's clapping his hands because St. James has turned on his favorite Cowboys and Indian show. LaDonna joins her boys on the couch. In two hours, they'll be on the floor sleeping, their bodies linked at the arms. Basically, he's just an amazing animal, and they mm-hmm. really treat him like a child. Yeah. And, like... They he recognizes they things. Love him. He's, they love him. St. James LaDonna hadn't planned to keep Mo forever. In truth, there really never was a plan. At first, St. James thought he'd drop Mo off at a zoo, but he says they all turned him away. In time, it became clear that there was no way the couple was going to part with the chimpanzee. So St. James and LaDonna kept Mo and raised him in their home. They taught him how to eat with a fork, use toilet, even they say how to crudely write his name. Over the wow. next 30 years, the, Davis, the Davis's devotion to Mo would push the boundaries of human love. It would also test the limits of that love. As he matured, he, Mo began to understand no and yes. He knew that shaking one's ha- hand up and down meant okay and side to side meant disapproval. Eventually, he developed his own form of sign language. He'd cross his arms over his chest and tap his shoulders to sign he wanted a hug. He Aww. motioned as if he were turning a steering wheel back and forth when he wanted to go for a ride. Okay, 
So this is the part where I wanted to go back and get more of the details, but um, I had I had read too many articles on Esquire, so I couldn't go back to the article, (laughs) which is sort of the crux of the matter. So it's kind of dumb. But he he bit a couple of people. Okay. So I can't remember what the first example was. The second one was he bit a neighbor on the hand. Mm -hmm. So they realized, oh, okay, he is getting old and something has to change. And they'd had him for 30 years? Yeah. Overall? Something. It's a, something like yeah, that. Something sounds, like that. For, for yeah. 30 years. So they they don't have kids. They're like, he's going to be our child, essentially. Right. Right. Okay. So they bring him to a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, they realize, like, he's too old. Yeah. He's might turn on someone again. He's already yeah. bit people twice. And actually, I don't even think they had a choice in the matter. I think they had to. Okay. So March 3rd, 2005... St. James LaDonna drove to the sanctuary to celebrate Moe's 39th birthday. They left home early around 7 a.m. in a car filled with toys, presents, balloons, and a white frosted sheet cake. After arriving at Animal Haven about 10 a.m., St. James hopped out of the car and headed straight for Moe with a carton of chocolate milk in his hand. Moe was going mad, clapping his hands and hooting happily. Out of the corner of her eye, LaDonna suddenly noticed a large form about 40 feet away. It was a chimpanzee, so this is not Mo. Mm-hmm. A young adult male so- somehow out of his cage, and he was glaring at her. The chimp held her gaze for a moment and then <sighs> charged. St. James rushed to his wife. The animal buried into LaDonna's back, knocking her into St. James. She wrapped her arms around her husband's neck, but the chimpanzee locked his jaw around the thumb of her left hand. With a single ferocious jerk of the neck, he tore it off. Oh, my God. St. James threw his hysterical wife under the picnic table and pushed, which I love that he had the presence of mind to do that, and pushed her further underneath as the chimp tried to pursue her. LaDonna was screaming commands. No, stop, sit. She probably thought this worked with her pet. It's not going to, you know. The remaining cake was on the table still in its box, but the chimp didn't go for it. Instead, he went after St. James. As St. James confronted the chimp, the the 6'2 former running back turned to find a second chimp. Also a male, this one older and bigger, bearing down on him as well. With both hands, he pushed the bigger animal. Both chimps pounced. One of the animals grabbed him in a bear hug before chomping into the bone above his right eyebrow. Oh. He then, are you going to be okay? Yeah. He then stuck his finger in St. James' right eye, gouging it out. The same animal clamped his teeth onto St. James' nose, biting it off, as the other chimp chewed away at St. James' fingers. Uh, does anyone work here? Well, that's very that sort of comes up. In the melee, one of the chimps dug his claws and ripped the skin off the right side of St. James' face, causing it to flop over and cover his left eye, temporarily blinding him. Whoa. One of the primates sunk his teeth into St. James' skull. He then closed his jaws on St. James' mouth, ripping off his lips and most of his teeth. St. James tried to put... I mean, at this point, wouldn't you just want death? I yeah. St. James tried to put one of his hands down on the down the animal's throat, but the chimp just kept chewing on it and chewing on it, and he couldn't get it out. So St. James fell to the ground, no longer able to defend himself. And for at least five minutes, the mauling continued as he lay helpless. Uh One of the chimps gnawed on his buttocks and a bit off his genitals. They ravaged his left foot, leaving it shredded. Blood poured from his body, and LaDonna was screaming. It looked as if they were eating him alive. Finally, LaDonna's screams drew the owner's son-in-law, Mark Carruthers, who came running armed with a 45 caliber, caliber revolver. After struggling to find a clean shot, he opened fire on the younger primate. The shot had no apparent effect, and Carruthers raced back to his house a few dozen yards away to reload with more powerful ammunition. When Carruthers returned, he focused on the older male, the prime aggressor. Kneeling down, he shot him once in the head from close range. As the animal fell to the ground, the younger chip began dragging St. James' mutilated body down a hill, leading away from Moe's cage. Dirt filled St. James' lungs and seeped into his blood openings. For the briefest moments, LaDonna looked toward Moe. He was sitting in the corner of his cage, frozen, seemingly stunned. The lone chimp continued tearing at St. James' limp body with his teeth until Carruthers caught up to him and shot him once in the chest, ending the attack. St. James' life face down, felt the lifeless animal fall on his back. An investigation later found that the chimps had escaped from their cage after one of the sanctuary's owners failed to lock two of its three doors. Animal behavior suggested the chimps' aggression could have been caused by a number of factors, including jealousy over the attention the Davises lavished on Moe, an innate desire to defend their territory, or abuse they may have suffered at the hands of the humans in, in the past. Oh, boy. Yeah. Despite the ferocity of the attack, 
When the paramedics arrived, St. James was still conscious. His body, his face and body, however, were mutilated beyond recognition. Where his mouth, lips, and nose had been, there was a bloody hole. Should I have not done this story? I'm so sorry. <laughs> where, his, where his right eye had been, there was a pit. Where his fingers had been, he had only stumps or simply gaps. I had no idea a chimpanzee was capable of doing that to a human, Kern County f- Fire Captain Kurt Merrill, who was among the first on the scene, told the Los Angeles Times. It looks like a grizzly bear attack. So then, okay, so they keep they keep visiting him even after all this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. St. James survived. He survived. He doesn't have a nose and... I mean, he looks, you know, Is there a picture you can see of him? Yes. And does he look like a person? Yeah, he looks like a person who kind of doesn't have a face. So he was not one of the four. No, he did not get a new face. (laughs) He was like, it's fine. Right. So I think they went to visit, they kept visiting him, but he couldn't, like they couldn't get all the way up to his cage because of his wheelchair Okay. Or something, but they still loved him so much because he was their son. Yeah, and then Mo escaped. Whoa! And they never found him. Ever, ever. They so don't know where he went. He might still be alive. I guess it's possible. How long do chimps live? Do we know um, what their lifespan is? I don't, but it's probably. 50 Garen, could something? you look it up? I'm so curious so, because he was 39. You said right when at they, this point he was 39, and that was yeah. in 2005, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, they, so that's what, you know, that made them so sad because they could never find him. They didn't, he, he went to a second place after this. He not kept, that, not yeah, that location. Yeah, and then he escaped from there. So I know it sounded like his own chimp was going to turn on him. That's what I thought reading the yeah, story. Yeah, um, I, that's what I expected. So, but. Lots of twists and turns in the story. In the other story, the that lady's chimp did turn on her friend who, yeah. who by the way, that Charlotte woman had met the chimp before. So there's no explaining why suddenly the chimp goes mad. So the chimp could have, at some point, hurt LaDonna or James sure. anyway. I think, yeah, because they're, they're wild animals that yeah. aren't meant to be domesticated. I mean, it's, it's really amazing. Like, they said he, he'd understand. Like, you believe it. When you read the article, you're like, oh, I totally believe that this animal has comprehension that they're explaining because it really sounds like he does. I mean, he's yes. going, he's miming a car Yes. going, I want to drive. Like, it's, yes. it's really amazing. So you can see where you'd get sucked into, like, oh, this is my yeah, baby. Absolutely. But then you hear these stories of people, like, getting feeding them Coca-Cola. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, they always treat them. And their faces eaten off. And they're getting their faces Maybe eaten off. because, like, when they get angry, their anger is displayed in ways that mean yeah. your balls get eaten off. Yes. And our kids get Ball. angry and they, we might get yelled at. Right. Which is like, okay, well, we can handle that. Chewing off balls is their love language. Yeah. But, I mean, we have people who get angry and, you know, yeah. go in, play, like, a grocery store and... Yeah, can you imagine a, if... With an AK-47, so... Can you imagine if these chimpanzees had AK-47? That's next. Oh. Right? Mo might have one. We don't Poor know. Mo. I mean, anybody can get one. There's a whole series of movies about just that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write them, Garen? <laughs> I think he's talking about Planet, Planet of the Apes. Apes. Oh, yeah, those. Yeah. That Did, that remake, whole not the remake, the prequel. The Dawn? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Is, this, is that what it's called? The With one Franco? Yes. Yeah. It's so good. Oh yeah. my god, it's so moving. I don't think it's, I saw it. Oh, it's so good. It's like it's how they became the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. Is anyway. it recent or not recent? It's like fifteen years old, maybe. Yeah. Not like recent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you find out how old they are? They or their yes. lifespan? Yes, they average temp lives to be around fifteen to thirty in the wild, or thirty to forty in captivity. So Mo's not around. He's likely not. No, I don't think Mo is around. Or he'd be the oldest chimp. I wonder if he's just trying to find his way back home. Poor Mo. Like you hear those yeah. stories about the cats or something that somehow yeah, trying to get back to his house. Yeah, but wouldn't they have found like a chimp corpse? I know it's, it's really not like weird. A thing that you just go. Oh, we found this dead chimp. I know. It, well, maybe something ate it. Where was that at? Was oh. that here? Kern I, County? Bakersfield? I don't remember where he got transferred to. I know they started oh. in California. I'm not sure where he got transferred to. I, I We will link to the entire article, and hopefully you haven't used up your Esquire. Um, <laughs> How many articles plugins? for free do you get a month? I don't um, know. Well, it turns out chimp sanctuaries are also sounding a little dodgy. Well, that one did. I mean, two of them escaped, and... No one can't, comes to help them for like over five minutes. And then at the next one, he escaped. And then he escaped. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to 
drink some Diet Coke. <laughs> no, I'm not. Without caffeine. Without caffeine. And uh, we will be right back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. That was a harrowing story that I'm... I'm still <laughs> I know. recovering I, from. I got extremely violent today. <laughs> I really sorry. did. It really, it really, you really went there. Yeah, so much so that we had to go get a snack, which yeah. we never do. Yeah. We got snacks at a, a little coffee shop. I had to scone out. You had to scone out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah scone Scones out. Scones are like a lot of work. They're, it's like eating a kale salad. It's I like, love a scone. Yeah? Yeah. Really? But you know what? I'm, I don't really have an intense sweet tooth. Right. So you like a hard, flavorless. Yeah brick of flour i love a brick you love it i love a dry brick you know what you should do yeah bring our guest in okay and then i can tell this all right well on the first half of the show we talked about how to survive a family of chimpanzees and now we're going to talk about how to survive the family feud with our very special guest brian strickland Hi, Brian. How are you? Hi. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. What an honor. So Brian is a producer on a little thing called The Mouse Singer. And when I say producer, I mean he's like the guy. Like you're in charge. Like you're you're the one-on-one with all those nutbags on that show. And there are are many nutbags. I can't wait. I know. I mean, not on this show. A lot of babies. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. A lot of babies. A mm-hmm. lot of Ken Jong, Jenny McCarthy. I mean, you got it all in that yeah, show. Yeah, a lot of Scherzinger, personality. Robin Thicke. Yeah. Wow. They're all lovely. And by then the way. what's all his lovely. face comes on sometimes, who we were just. Joel McHale? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Joel McHale. Was, we sort wow. of. Yes. Were re- we were ready. What were you talking about, Joel McHale? Well, because. Oh, that was on the bonus episode. We were talking about bad jobs. <laughs> the weird things that happened on jobs. And, and, and my kids, because they watch Animal Control. Oh, yeah. And, and they refer to him as the old guy. The old guy. Oh, yeah. he would love that. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> he would love that. No yeah, well, you got this problems. old guy who threw his back out in one episode. <laughs> you know, the old guy on the show. And I was like, are you talking about Joel McHale? Joel McHale is now the old guy? <laughs> to my like kids. Like he's Martin Landau? I know. How dare <laughs> to my kids. To my Joel kids. McHale. But, I By mean, the way, Joel McHale aging, great, aging looks better now than ever. Well, yeah. that's what... But not your kids. Hair not transplants kids. will do for yeah, you. Not according to your kids. No, but my kids think I'm 7,000 years old. So, I mean, and I think I am probably older than yeah. Joe McHale. So. And Brian also produced a couple of seasons of a little thing called RuPaul's Drag Race, yes. which we know is one of Garen's favorite shows. Yes. Good. Deep in season eight of All Stars right now. Okay. I did, I did All Stars three. Which was the Trixie Mattel, Kennedy Davenport, oh. Shangela episode. I mean, season, and then I did uh, season 10, which was uh, Aquaria 1. And my first challenge that I did was The Bitchler. I don't know if you remember The Bitchler. Yes. That was my So big, did you have to come break. up with the challenges? I can't, yes. Oh, fun. And that was the first one I did, and they didn't want to do it. Because Can you were, now? I don't watch the show. Can you tell me what it was? It was basically a, a parody of The Bachelor. Oh, but at that, but it was all the drag <laughs> queens. Okay, got it. It was all the drag queens that were um, like fighting for. And it was originally supposed to be Adam Pally was going to be the, the, uh-huh. the but, but he got preoccupied with something else, and then we had somebody else. I forget. Um, Jeremy Chapman, I believe, is his name, and also. Um, they did not want to do it at first because they said, I don't think our audience knows what The Bachelor oh, is. Oh, please. I know, I know. And I was worried because at that point, The Bachelor was kind of on the on a down uh-huh. And I thought, is this still relevant? And then it had a big season that season. And so it ended up becoming. I mean, I've never watched a full episode of The Bachelor. And I feel like I know everything about it. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. silly to say people aren't. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Well, yes. But it ended up being a huge success. And oh, I think Vulture may have said it was one of the best challenges ever. Oh, And it was nice. all downhill from there. I also did Share the Rusical. 
We won't get into this. Now. I know, I right? I love this. Yes, yes. Inside information. Inside. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about RuPaul. But I know so Danielle fun. because we both wrote yes. for Joan, the great Joan Rivers. Yes. Every Wednesday we would go to her house. That's right. And, and pitch her jokes. Yes. And I've talked about it on the show before. We would sit there and she wouldn't laugh. And <laughs> yes. uh, she it sounds would fun. silently yes. drink her wine. Yes. And then send you home. And then at 12 o'clock, call and say, um, we need more jokes about a <laughs> yellow dress. <laughs> Midnight. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes, midnight. How yes. would you know? So I remember this time because I remember feeling very jealous that I did not get chosen to be one of you the writers. What? But yeah. that's okay. I think it might have been a saving grace that I didn't. Uh, I think, um, how did you know when you did get a joke? When she it was would, She would point. Remember Brian? Oh, yes. She would yeah. point to uh, Brian Trosi, who was basically typing all the jokes. Mm-hmm. She would point to her, and that meant, that's a good one. Type it up. Oh, yeah. So you would pitch in the room. Yes. yes. Like, she would say, okay, we need jokes for Mariah. No, no, no. Everything was, pr- we got all the pictures ahead of time. Yes. And then okay. we would show up with, you know, four or five jokes on each picture. And you it know, was like 10 of us. And you'd yes. read them out loud. Like, yes. like you'd around, round, t- round exactly. robin. Just in Melissa one, Rivers' kitchen. Okay. Yeah. And yes. one at a time, we'd all go around and pitch our joke on <laughs> yes. that thing, and then she would just stare. And even if she didn't, even if she liked it, she wouldn't laugh. Even, but, it, even she never laughed. I don't remember her ever laughing. She just uh, said... Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah not, but, not, you know, not. she's heard a million jokes. I get yes. it. But yeah. But it was a little bit, it wasn't like a fun atmosphere. It doesn't sound it was, fun. And I know, I look, I do think I may have had a different relationship or, or different experience than you did because I just don't feel like she ever, like, liked me. Got it. <laughs> so I just felt like there was one woman she liked and I was the other woman. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I feel like she might prefer men a little bit. Um. And so it was fine, but I, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't change having the experience because it was still crazy that I got to. She's sure, a legend, r- right? Of course, of course, to be in that room, you go. Yes. It's worth it to be in a room with Joan Absolutely. Rivers. Absolutely. Yes. Also, this is very stressful. Also, I love, and she was my idol as a yeah. kid, yeah. and as we all. I, my claim to fame with her was I introduced her to Jerry Sandusky jokes, <laughs> and then she kept making them. And then the E president Suzanne Cole was like, "She has to stop making." Jerry oh my Sandusky God, that's jokes. hysterical. Yes. So that oh. was my big. Oh, I love it was that. like that dress is busier than Jerry Sandusky at the Kids Choice Awards. Oh my god! <laughs> or I remember one. It was like That's she was amazing. trying to. Can we even talk about this now? Yes, she's dead. She was. She was. She had just choosing between a dress between Haley Steinfeld and Helen Mirren, mm-hmm. and she said, "Like Jerry Sandusky, I'm going to give it to the kid." Oh yay, my yay. god! And that was it. That's oh cool. my that god! Before all that happened, you had some sort of experience. In show business adjacent, speaking I guess. Of game shows, speaking yes. of game so shows. Yes. So walk us through. I'm okay. fascinated. Okay. So I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest of three boys, and my two older brothers are way older than me. They're one's 13 years older, Whoa. and one's 12 years older than me. Oh, wow. And my parents were a little older when they had me. Okay. So I was um, very precocious as a child. And I think my parents, by the time I was born, they were so over having kids that they just threw me in front of a television. You were a surprise. <laughs> I was definitely like. a surprise. And I'm Catholic, so oh, okay. thank You're God. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, or someone to be here. Yeah, exactly. And then who would write Nicole exactly. Sherry's snappy exactly. repartee? Exactly. So, um, and I'm also not what they bargained for because I'm a lot. In Memphis, Tennessee, <laughs> imagine me in the 80s. Not a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race right. producers budding Joan Rivers, Caroline Ray, Nicole Scherzinger. These are the people. I, yeah, so um, I was a lot. So um, it was 1985. I think I was like in the second grade and I was, I would miss school like every, I would. I was one of those kids that missed 20 days of school a year because I just, I love daytime television. Oh my God, same. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and I would do the Joan Rivers show in the 90s. 90s Oprah, if like Oprah had the cast of Steel Magnolias that day, I was I knew oh I was God. missing. My throat is <laughs> scratchy. And so your your parents knew you were doing this, or they didn't care. At that point, they like your I don't even child, care. Whatever, yeah, whatever. like okay. just. And my dad was traveling. He's a traveling salesman, so it was just me, my mom, mom and mom and I. And I was always convinced I was going to get kidnapped. And my mom's like, nobody wants you. Like, like that, my mom is. I don't have the kind of mom that people would expect. I also have the least animated, the the least demonstrative family ever. Where my mom's from Indiana, they're very cold oh. and yeah yes i mean i love them i hope they don't you yeah. must be such a black sheep totally well, yeah. and we're gonna find that out okay when, with this, so uh. I, anyway family feud it was richard dawson's last season for for the listeners at home who were mm. under the age of 85 yes richard dawson was the host of family feud until 1985 and he was notorious for being very 
how would you flirty flirty with the ladies oh, like he yes. would make out with them he would kiss, yes. kiss every guest but on the lips yes even the I daughters remember that and the daughters it was too. upsetting it was like yeah. it was very handsy very handsy he used to be an actor he was in um Hogan's Heroes Yes, I believe yes. he was in Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, yes. he's from England. Oh, I think, but he, he's he's Cockney, but he has kind of like Los Angeles. Exactly, mm-hmm. and so like so, this was his last season, and I was, and he, they announced that we're coming to Memphis for auditions. Wow! At the Radisson Hotel downtown, and oh. I said we are. We're, I, so I wrote the name number down. I called and I got us an audition. Wait, and you were in second grade? I was in second grade. Yes, yes. Oh my God. I know. I love this. So um, I was very, very excited. I had to beg my family to do it. And they finally said, okay, okay. And this was on a school day, the audition. So I got to miss another day of school. Great. Okay. I'm glad I never failed. I lost. I'm surprised I never was held back. But um, so we go to, so it was a big deal. We went downtown. So wait, it's you, your parents, and your two older brothers? And my two older brothers. Okay. And I was. I convinced my family and the producers that I needed to be in the first position. Like, you know how it's usually the dad, the mom, and then the three sons? Yes. I was in the first position. I was, what, eight? Okay, first of all, I've never seen anyone under, like, Never, exactly, exactly. So how did they even let you audition? I I mean, they they were like, this kid's got spunk. I don't know. And I was dying to be, my whole life, because you come from a legacy of, you know, Hollywood legacy. I wanted to be you. Like, I wanted to grow up and, you know, I wanted to be Robin Thicke. I wanted to be Alan Thicke's son, Jason C. Like, yeah. Um, so uh, my, my whole life I wanted to be in show business, show yes. business, and I thought this was my ticket. Of course family you did. Family feud. Yes. Of course you did. You get discovered. Season. Discovered, exactly, on the family so feud. So you convinced your family and the producers that you're going to be the one who says, we're going to play, we're going to pass. Exactly. You're going to consult with your family members. Exactly. Okay. Oh I'm God. the team member. We had to do the thing where, you know, the, when we open, you know, like yeah. the thing open, we had to do the, like, I was posing. And even I looked, just for the practice, even, even just for, for the, the audition. Round, because they wanted to see if we were good on tel- television, which right. we come to find out we weren't oh so which is what was so okay. traumatic i bet about you it. were i was I, exactly <laughs> i was like i was like waving and i looked over my parents and you would have thought we were like in an auschwitz music like, I, mean, like, I have never seen my family more they didn't jump up and down they didn't even smile i was yeah. like did you sparkle co- did you coach them before trying, you went there they've never done really, that in their whole no, life no they did no no they look literally you thought we were at a funeral they don't like it was, they weren't sparkle they folk. were not sparkle is that boy was a like, sparkle, sparkle. Oh, Oh my no. God! Wait. Okay. So hold on a second. Was the audition filmed? No. Okay. No. Okay. So we're in a like a in a, in a conference room downtown, right. and I also looked at the family across that we were competing with, yeah. and they were a lovely African American family, mm-hmm. and they were so charismatic. Oh boy! And excited. Yeah. And happy to be there. I mean, they. I'm surprised they didn't get a spinoff. Like, like they were <laughs> yes. so good. I thought yeah. as soon as I saw that those them, I was like, we're done. We're toast. We're toast. Oh, my God. So first question up, I go up against the father or whatever. Mm-hmm. You must have been standing on like three <laughs> no, well, I was, books or something. I was also very tall. You know, I'm 6'4". Oh. Oh, okay. So I was always a tall okay. kid. You're a tall eight-year-old. T- yes, I was a very okay. tall eight-year-old. So um, I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, is this interesting at all? Absolutely. I'm riveted. So for the first question, you know, we have I have one hand behind yes. my back and there's the buzz or whatever. Name a type of net. I hit it quickly, immediately. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Ding, ding, ding. Number one. Are you going to play or pass? I didn't even look at my family. Yeah. Play! And I play. <laughs> and we play. Okay. So I'm yeah. all ready. Yeah. So then it goes to my dad, and he said tennis. Okay. And that was good. That's good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mom said volleyball. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My oldest brother, Jim, who actually, by the way, is the mayor of Memphis. I know. He ultimately became the mayor I know. of Memphis. It's so so cool. many layers in this. I love this fascinating. And as the future mayor, he, of course, he's an intelligent man. He said a butterfly, which I thought okay. was genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Then oh, the, it's up there. Then the middle brother. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Middle child. Middle child. Which, Peter by the way, Brady. P- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jan. Sure, Jan. She's, he's your Jan, brother's Jan. Jan. He, by the way, still hates the story. I bring up every Thanksgiving. <laughs> One time he literally left. Like, like it's really str- No, I'm not kidding. This brings horrible memories. My brother Mike, God God love him, Um, he just froze. Uh-huh. He didn't mm-hmm. say a word. Right. And and for the sake of the of these play rounds, they only let you one strike, and then the other team goes. Oh so no! So we were done. Oh okay. So I was furious. Yeah. At hair my net. Mind. Yes. Hair. Yeah. Fishing net. Yes. Yes. Um, tennis. Well, your your mom. Oh said yeah, tennis, volleyball, basketball. Yeah. We are. I mean, those, those those are the big ones. Yeah, those are. Can't the big really blame ones. them. Okay. I know. 
So they got it, and my, they get to they, steal. it was probably Hairnet. Yeah, probably, they probably got Hairnet, right. and then we were supposed to do a next round, and the producers came over to our family and said, "We're good, we're good." No, so, no, <gasps> and we were done. Oh. <laughs> we were all, we were no. already cut. Oh. We had already been cut. But you know what's funny? I th- and I was, I of course blame my family. Yeah, because well, it sounds like, like you should have. Well, yeah, because when we would say net, I would say applaud. Yeah, 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 and everyone else wouldn't even applaud. I was like, we got have it right. Have you ever seen the show? No, not no. Now my oh. mom loves it. Now she watches the Steve Harvey one every night because oh, no. the late night shows have gotten too political. <laughs> so she watches the game show network. She was Which the one watching filthy. the game. Yeah. Unnecessarily filthy. filthy. Unnecessarily filthy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and mean, not only that, they will rerun the same one. Like I go home to watch it with my mom, and I'm like, we watched this the last time. <laughs> oh. yeah, and one time I was with my parents, we were watching Blue Bloods because they love a Blue Bloods. Oh my god, my and parents also watch they that. They love it. This is, there's 40... a certain sector of America whose Blue Bloods was made for. Tom Selleck. It's yeah. like fans. their succession. It really is their succession. <laughs> it's like it's Shiv like... is, and their Shiv is Tom Selleck. Yes. yes, it's really strange. And I watched it once with my parents, and 45 minutes into the episode, my parents said. I think we've seen this before. <laughs> it was like 45 minutes. So anyway, this is my favorite. So then I was furious and I started, I bawled. I had of a, course you did. Such a tantrum, Aww. such a brat. I was such a brat. So then we went to Shoney's for a breakfast buffet. That was how they got. But I was, I for, for then, since then I thought I'm, I'm ruined. I'm never going to be discovered. Oh. And there was a lot of harebrained schemes later. Like one time um, in Memphis, they shot the movie. This is a very, very, uh, uh, not even a sleeper hit, called Great Balls of Fire. Do you remember yes, that? Of course. Yes, with, with Dennis Quaid yeah, and Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. And Winona Wider played yeah. his child Cut, bride. His cousin bride. Yeah, yeah. his yes. cousin bride, who was like 12 or whatever. Yes. I auditioned to play a young Dennis Quaid. Oh. I know. I, a young Jerry Lee Lewis. And I uh, jumped on a table and sang Great Balls of Fire. And they said I was too old to play. Uh, because you were Hollywood. probably too tall. I was, yeah, Hollywood yeah. ageism. Yeah, already. Like 12. Already. Already you knew. Because you knew. Already knew. Oh, my too God. Too old. At 12, you washed up. <laughs> at 12, I was washed up. Maybe they heard about the Family Feud. <laughs> yeah, but the producers probably loved you, a Family Feud. Well, then, but it's as I'm telling this story, I wonder if it was not my family that was the problem. Maybe I was too extra because I was jumping up and down and like no, dancing. That, sh- no. that showed they loved people to be extra, I think. You think? Yeah. I even think Remember, they used to jump up and, yeah, totally. they used to clap. And, yes. I'm horrified. I even think I made because he was like what's your f-? they ask you in the pre-interview what's your f-? and I was like Goonies it was the year uh-huh. of Goonies 19 yeah. and I may have done the truffle shuffle <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they were probably like bring this guy down a notch I was like oh my god but they didn't, they didn't give your parents any notes like clap. no they were just like we're good we're good they, we, they were like they we knew don't want immediately wanna, yeah. they knew immediately they didn't oh want to have to god. work probably with people yeah, exactly. they wanted them to show up and be yeah. exactly like, I can the, understand being furious oh I, I was I, So your brother still is upset because he froze? Well, I because I bring it up all the time. And (laughs) because every Thanksgiving and Christmas I bring it up and it really does anger my (laughs) brother. He's like, not this story again. And when we have game nights and stuff, it's always (laughs) triggering because like at one point my brother we were playing catchphrase once and he says, I don't give a shit. And and ran up and had a cigarette. My niece and nephew are like, What's happening? My mom fainted once when we played it. Game, game nights are not good at all. And I'm also very competitive. Wait, why did they faint? Why did you faint? I don't know. It's... I was like, I, I'll never forget we were doing catchphrase and the name was Kate Hudson. Uh-huh. And I was saying, Bride Wars! You know, <laughs> how to lose a guy in 10 days, raising Helen. And my mom just fainted. And the paramedics <laughs> came. The paramedics came. And my, they were like, the, the, mayor's, the mayor's mother fainted. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to end up in the news. Oh my God. And I thought the last thing my... I I thought my mom may have died. I thought the last thing she could not have heard was Kate Hudson. Like, like I swear to God, I cried for her. Exactly. Oh, Penny oh. Lane, almost famous. <laughs> this was pre-Glass Onion. Yes. But yeah. it's so funny when you said the thing about scones. Yes. I, I immediately thought of Gwyneth Paltrow like, and Goop. Because she, she likes scones. She loves scones. She Remember, doesn't she eat scones. She lived in London. Well, she's like in London. I actually weirdly... Uh, Maybe she chews them and spits I them out. I think she eats a scone. <laughs> I think she eats a scone. I think, she's I think a they have a low-fat content. She's That's so, not why I like them. No, but the carbs. She's so skinny. I well, can't she, imagine she eats any it's carbs. It's funny you bring her up, too, because last night I was in bed and I was watching, like, Property Brothers has this thing called, like, Celebrity IOU or something where okay. they have, like, Brad Pitt, all these celebrities come and they, like, decorate the guest house of their hairdresser or whatever. And last what? night's was Gwyneth Paltrow. You can no. find this. And... I, 
Gwyneth Paltrow literally in goggles and a sledgehammer. And I was like, this bitch has never done None, one piece of labor one. in her life. No. And it was her and it was her assistant's townhouse. And you could even tell like she had never been in a townhouse. You know? <laughs> like she had never seen carpets. Like it was like everything about it. Yeah, it was like she was like, This is super dated. Meanwhile, it was gorgeous. I was like, this place is stunning. Oh my god, I have to watch this. Oh, you do, you do. It's really good in the property brothers. Is that home HGTV? It was on, believe it or not, now it's Max. It's oh, all those because oh, you know they oh, right. combined all they the Warner everything. Brothers. And did that. um did uh, Adorkable hook them up with celebrities or something? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. One of know. them is married. Is she? Ma- yes. They're not married. They're dating. Oh, they're not married. I don't think they're married yet. Zoe Deschanel yes. is, well, is one of them, and I can the... never tell which is. Oh, which. I don't think she can. Jonathan, I don't think she can either. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just I, Jonathan and I, Jonathan Scott and something. No, I, don't I don't know. But former you're right, magicians. I'll never stop thinking about so it. So they really they're, were former magicians. I didn't know that. The oh. Property Brothers were and they have magicians. nothing. They have no experience in real estate, right? They are not real uh, not home <laughs> renovators. That's made up. They yeah. are former magicians. That's hilarious. They just auditioned and they were like, you guys are... They're twins. They're twins. Yes. That's they're a good, cute. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Garen, do you see anything about them having... I used to watch them a lot. Um, would you ask me if I was into them? Is that what you were going to ask no. me? No, I was going to ask you if the Property Brothers have like a degree in oh, anything oh, no, no. that's me... not being doing magic. Yeah, like do so, they know much about grout... They, they probably do now. <laughs> She's with Jonathan. Jonathan Scott, Scott of okay. course. The better um, one. That's what I'm looking up. Let's see what they say about their <clears throat> experience. Um, adorkable. That makes me laugh. I just got the adorkable. <laughs> I always call her adorkable. because oh, yeah. D- Studied performance magic since childhood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. Oh, they sound like you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Obnoxious. Yeah, there's obnoxious. two of them. And they went on to big... They're... they're they're, you know, in a remodeling a kitchen with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. You could be doing that. I know. Yeah, well, I you're, know. You're whispering into the into the ear of um, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, yes. Jenny McCarthy. As so good. That is as good. He studied that through college, and until his career in television began, he performed illusions professionally. Eventually, relocating to Las Vegas. Wait, both of them are just one of the dudes. This is Jonathan. Okay. He and Drew have released two country singles. Wow. Brothers. Get them on the mass singer. Yes, yes. But you'd have to have two of them. Well we've had we've had Hanson. Oh you did? We've had an on Vogue. Oh really? And last season, this is actually this I is a big Pentatonix. Pentatonix was on our show. But <laughs> wow. lost. So did they did they sing without Acapella. Yeah. yeah. So did. it was so obvious and it was hard. It was like, who else could this be right. Pentatonix? So I was like, it's either them or the cast of high school musical. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I loved on Vogue. I, I right? Love they were so fun to dance to. They were. Oh, so so free your mind. Mm-hmm. They do have experience. They they he studied construction and design and oh. became a licensed contractor. But after he got the show report, <laughs> last year, last yeah, year. Right. No, this was this was. Before all right. That. Okay. So they. All right. All right. All right. Well, that's a weird combo of like studying illusion, like part time. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine introducing yourself to someone because they're not famous yet, right? But right. they're. I'm studying part-time magic and part-time contracting. Yeah. Well, they had to be practical. <laughs> yeah. So they did contracting. Maybe yeah. someday I can maybe get on television. Maybe that's yeah. how they made actual money. Maybe only one of them had experience, and the other one was like, and they are like, well, you're twins, so obviously, you know. Tonight, can you do the magic and I'll do <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Harrison Ford was a contractor before he became I on I did know that. I and that. Jesus. Well, he was Jesus, a carpenter. I yes, think, Jesus. yeah. Because he built, uh, that's how Steven Spielberg met him right yeah I like think he so. built his he deck built, or something yeah exactly exactly right imagine young harrison Ford know, building your deck know, shirtless yeah. let's all imagine that for a yeah. while and then i'll go handsome. excuse myself handsome <laughs> anyway you were fantastic oh thank, thank you, you. So this much was an honor coming. to be here thank you for having me this was yes fun. thank you so much yes. and we will be right back with what did we learn today save on cox internet when you add cox mobile and get fiber powered internet at home and unbeatable 5g reliability on the go so whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. Danielle. Christine. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? So ready. The Roomba uprising has begun at the Kimmel-Newman household. It's happening. Yep. Chimps are so cute until they steal your children and bite your face off. Yep. I agree. As of 2016, there have been 36 patients worldwide 
who have received face transplantation. <gasps> the overall patient survival rate is estimated for 89%. Oh, I guess my figure was wrong. It may have been old. Based yeah. on Older. meetings and media reports. Meetings? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay. Each face <laughs> transplantation case is different and tailored to the patient's facial defect. Mm. So it's not a one well, face maybe, fits all. Right. Maybe it's a full face as compared to how... No, I guess you... I don't know. Give me the full face. It, it, yeah, there's... Yeah. It's like when you go and get wax and it's like a half bikini or a whole bikini. You know, the price changes. This is like a half face or a whole face. Like, do you want a half face or do you want your whole face? Oh, right. Do you want the Brazilian or do you right. want the... The other one. Right. <laughs> I'll take the other one. Chimps are also... Oh, run! Chimps are also terrible swimmers, so find water if you can. Mm-hmm. Jump in a puddle. Splash water in its face. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Sure, antagonize them with water. Head, fingers, balls, and toes. A chimp will rip them all off. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Dawson played corporate Peter, Corporal Peter Newkirk for all 168 episodes of Hogan's Heroes, and each episode was torture when you were a child. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. I mean, I, I think I've just seen parts. Of I think we're all too young for it, but somehow I remember it playing oh, well, on they TVs. All, because that's, they always re-ran shows because they didn't have enough programming. I just feel like I remember it playing, and I don't know. I just remember it was like fat men with bad accents mm-hmm. saying things that I didn't care about. Yeah, and then your Roomba came back years later yes. with that same accent. <laughs> to remind me right. of things Bring not being down. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess German accents just remind me of sitcoms I didn't enjoy as a child. <laughs> I guess. It's weird that that's what I would choose <laughs> to funny. marry. They don't remind me of that. <laughs> I have a different association. But Well, I'm an asshole. Um, sorry for that. But you know what I'm not sorry for? What? Spending time with you guys every week because you're the very best people. We really are. (laughs) You're at the top of my... You know what? If if Friendster was still a thing... (laughs) No, not Friendster. What would MySpace? You guys would be in my top eight. Oh, At the top. And there was four, you'd be up there even. Mm -hmm. I thought... Listen, I know this episode is long, but I just need to say MySpace was so stressful for me because I'd always think I'm not in other people's top eights. You know, I don't even know. I thought I belonged to it, but I just don't have clear enough memories of like the top eight or anything. Maybe I only had eight friends on it. I I just don't remember it very well. I feel like remembering. Well, I I don't think I I didn't have a real big group of friends yet because I hadn't been in L.A. that Mm -hmm. long. But feeling like I don't. I'm not going to be in people's top eights who I'm putting in my top eight. Aww. And it does, it, it social media does bring out all of the social anxieties that you already have and magnifies them. I think I've said something just now that no one else has ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking new ground on how to survive. Breaking news. It's oh bad for God, you. That was hilarious. Well, um, I guess that's all we have for today. Yeah, I think we have, we have said that was a lot. So many words. It was packed. Whew, packed oh in some God. good laughs. So much and some good laughs. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're going to deliver more next week. So tune in. Uh, Turn tune. on and drop out. <laughs> yeah, you know what we're saying, right? Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, an 11 o'clock start puts us in a yeah. different wavelength. I know, we're so off. <laughs> I think it's Daniel's new meds. I think we're all feeling it. <laughs> I think I'm sweating them out. And you guys are absorbing them. I'm sweating too. <laughs> all well, right. until next time, remain, remain calm. calm. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.